Welcome back to Book Talks Podcast. This is Kayla. And Marissa. And this week we're doing a double episode. And the first book we read is The Serpents and the Wings of Night by Carissa Broadbent. And the second book is Everyone Here is Lying by uh, Sherry McKenna. Yes. Um, we read these a little bit ago and we've just been really bad about finding time to edit because we've been going through some big life changes. Well, more Marissa, I'm just catching up well, in my life. Well, you were in your running girl era. <laughs> so big life change. That did take some time. I think we're out of our running girl era for a little bit. <laughs> um, I feel like I've been doing all my time and energy to this podcast again, and it's probably been overload. Um, so we're, we're going to record on our thoughts, but we've also read them like a month ago. So bear with us. Which one do you want to start with? Well, I'm more familiar with everyone here is lying. Okay. We can do that one. Okay. So, <laughs> so what was that one about? Do you want to do a synopsis? Everyone Here is Lying by Sherry LaPena. It says, welcome to Stanhope, a safe neighborhood, a place for families. William Wooler is a family man on the surface, but he's been having an affair, an affair that ended horribly this afternoon in a motel up the road. So when he returns to his house, devastated and angry to find his difficult nine-year-old daughter, Avery, unexpectedly home from school, William loses his temper. Hours later, Avery's family declares her missing. Suddenly, Stanhope doesn't feel so safe. And William isn't the only one on the street who's hiding a lie. As witnesses come forward with information that may or may not be true, Avery's neighbors become increasingly unhinged. What was your thoughts on this book? Also, we should probably preface this will be a spoiler episode. So if you have not read it yet or you don't want anything to be spoiled, then come back to us. But yeah. yeah, what were your thoughts on this book? As a thriller, I guess it's not really a thriller, it's more of a mystery um it's technically like domestic suspense which is its own category of thriller kind of so it's like a domestic suspense thriller um multiple point of views uh everyone could be a suspect it was fine but I I have a history with Sherry LePena I've read three of her books The Couple Next Door Not a Happy Family and Everyone Here is Lying and my problem with all three has been the ending. For like 70% of the book, I've been on the edge of my seat, very interested. Like it's a page turner. She's very good at that. She never wraps them up in a way that is satisfying. She she ne- she, she rushes the endings. They, they feel unfinished. And like with this one, it was even an ambiguous ending um, because spoiler, uh, Avery's a little sociopath. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So I just... I think I gave it a three on Goodreads. It's fine. And if you are a Sherry LaPena fan, you'll like it. I just personally have not been a Sherry LaPena fan. So not my favorite. So did you see the end coming though? Because you're really good at guessing the ending of books. I am not. Um, <laughs> did yeah. you see it coming? I, I, it's been a while now, but I remember thinking at the time it felt very Gone Girl-esque which I don't know if you've seen the movie Gone Girl or you read the book, but in Gone Girl, um, spoiler about Gone Girl, I guess, the wife like makes herself go missing and leads her husband on this wild goose chase and kind of sets him up, frames him for her disappearance and murder, all in this attempt to make him like re-fall in love with her. It's really crazy. So as I was reading this book, it did feel like Avery had probably Gone Girled herself. Also, (sighs) we kind of knew it was like 60 or 70% of the way through that Avery had done this. Like she was in Marion's basement that was revealed 
not early on, but also it wasn't like the last twist of the book. We knew going into the final like stretch of the book that Marion and her had teamed up, although Marion was looking to kill her and Avery was just looking for attention. So kind of weird. So like I, I saw it coming. There were some twists at the end, but it wasn't like, ah, wow, I'm so surprised. I feel like the biggest twist was Marion turning on her. That okay. was what I think kept me on my seat the most. Um, up until that point, I I didn't really. The thing was, Avery's not a sympathetic character to mm-hmm. be concerned about. Like the most of the book was searching for Avery and going and getting in these webs with all these neighbors that are all intertwined. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like care to find Avery because she kind of just sounded awful. Like I felt so bad for her brother because he was like this like such a good kid like just wants everyone happy and like his sister is a monster. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I could have seen where she would have been a sympathetic character is if like they had played more into the father abusing her because the father did hit her like hard, smacked her to the floor. And we know that he's hit her in the past. So it's like, okay, she is a victim. You know, if they'd played into that, maybe I would have felt more sympathy for her, but she was also clearly just a sociopath. Like just, just crazy. I, and even though whenever like his brother, her brother would describe the, like the hitting and like their father losing his temper it sounded like she had this like evil smirk on her face and she was like mm. kind of asking for it not that i was rooting for her to get hit right right we're, we're anti-abuse that we're against we're against domestic abuse right but but she's kind of like a kid you want to shake so i don't i didn't feel that bad for her because it kind of just sounded like yeah she's crazy and yeah. like her mother was all kind of just i felt bad for her his her mother the most because she's viewing avery as this like sweet like Un- misunderstood child mm-hmm. her husband's cheating on her mm-hmm. and like it's just her and her son are just like kind of stuck together and it's just yeah. and but... she just wanted her daughter back and her son was blaming himself for Avery's disappearance for the entire book because he didn't pick her up she knew about the key under the door blah 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 whatever it was so it's like the mom really was the only one I felt the entire time wasn't a suspect, which would have been a big twist then if she had been the suspect, but um, she wasn't. Like the whole time I just felt bad for her because yeah, I mean, husband's cheating, daughter's missing, son blames himself and she doesn't know where her little girl is. And she, oh no, she had a, she had a job. I was like, did she even have a job? But she did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wasn't like on the edge of my seat with this book at all. Okay. Like the last thriller I read by Riley, Riley Sager, I really liked. Like, I remember I went for a run for, like, 40 minutes listening to it, and I forgot I was running because it was, like, so good that I was just, like, listening. Mm-hmm. This book I would run to, and I was, like, struggling, like, to even wanting to listen to it because I was just kind of bored. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of people. I feel like there were almost too many characters. So it, it's a whole subcategory of thrillers is these domestic suspense novels with the multiple point of views. Like, I actually think Riley Sager may be writing one right now because um, I follow him on my personal and we probably follow him on book talks as well. But um, he's been posting pictures of like a neighborhood and like a swing set in the neighborhood and stuff like that. And and they, this is like a whole subcategory where it's a neighborhood full of lies. And so you get the multiple point of views of everyone in the neighborhood and how do these secrets connect and overlap and, you know, everyone's a suspect. No one can be trusted. It, it is a very popular thing, 
I'm just not a fan of multiple point of views. I, I just, I never have been. I don't know why. I think because I get confused. I'm not smart enough for them. Um, but even today, like even today, I was taking notes on all the characters. And this is the list of characters I wrote down. And there were like 10 more I could have written down. Like I didn't write down the cops. I didn't write down a couple other people. So it's just a lot to keep track of. Yeah, I got them getting Derek Seaton, like Jenna's brother, mixed mm -hmm. up with um, the teenage, the like older teenage do uh, uh, son of, I think, um, the Blanchards. Yeah, so, Ryan Blanchard. Yeah, I got Ryan and Derek confused a lot. Yeah. Um, and then I got Derek and Adam also confused a lot. Yeah, I wrote their names down together under suspects. Ryan, Derek, or Adam could be the older boyfriend. Uh, so, like, they were just all the same to me. I don't think she, like, diversified, diversified them at all, though. Like, she kind of wrote them all the same. And maybe that was her point, to show this neighborhood is just, like, carbon copies of each other, and they all just, like, have these, like, webs of lies. But I was just confused as well. Um, I don't think I like this genre. But I yeah. did just finish Pretty Little Liars. And Pretty Little Liars, have you ever seen Pretty Little Liars? I've I've seen enough of it to know what it's about. It's essentially kind of this, but mm -hmm. a little darker because there's like girls buried in backyards and there's also more love in it. Um, I'm really tempted to rewatch it again because I really love it. It's mm -hmm. just like my fall show. It's my fall comfort show. Um, okay. Not Gilmore Girls? About murder. We've, we go into Gilmore Girls as we branch into colder weather, like November okay. will be Gilmore Girls weather because okay. it kind of has snow a lot. But in the early fall, we channel Pretty Little Liars, one for their outfits, because I love their full outfits. Okay. And then just like, yeah, fall, small town vibes. They're actually both filmed on the same set. Really? Fun fact. It's, mm -hmm. I could tell if it's a good book if I remember things about it. Because um, I do, we read, like, I don't know, it's kind of crazy how you kind of forget books after you read them. Mm -hmm. But it's also just like a telling, like, there's just so many stories you read and you hear, and there's so much media going into you every day so a good story really sticks out and you like remember it and I don't remember anything from this book really like I remember only like the only one left much more than I remember this book because that one I really enjoyed I remember yeah, the yeah. old lady in the bed they can't move and had to be carried out of the house and all this stuff <laughs> no I agree I I I did in some ways like the ending in the sense that like it ended ambiguously so I, I sometimes like when books do that but also they make me mad and I want them there to be more chapters. Like, I think I said in my Goodreads review, like, I don't know if this needed one extra chapter, two, 10, 20, but it needed something else. So I just feel like I enjoyed it up till maybe 70%. And then I just was like, okay, not my cup of tea. I think the reason we go this way is because Avery never got any, like, she didn't get punished for her actions. That is why I'm pissed because Avery just got away with everything. Yeah. Like, Marion got she got in trouble she got caught for her actions like I think everyone... Marion died yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Marion got what was coming to her yeah like she like and all these people got what they were, were getting like all these actions like the wife that was cheating got divorced and like her husband was like we're done and um even the, like the dad who hit her like was publicly told the world that he hit his daughter like he mm -hmm. could never take that away and Avery this old brat who's literally awful got away with all of it is like oh now I'm famous and one of those my mom which tells me no interviews and like she just like is so but no she did get caught in the end with the interview it was like a really bad interview yeah it was like and that's why I said it kind of ended ambiguously because she slipped up in the interview and then the interviewer was like now let's why don't you tell me what actually happened 
and that's just how it ended and so it's like did did she get what was coming to her or will she be able to talk her way out of it we don't know yeah so uh, I don't like her I don't like her either but, but I mean I did like the other book we read yeah so we'll switch to the next one the serpents and the wing of nights by Carissa Broadbent. This is another book that we were advertised on TikTok and Instagram as the next Avatar, mm-hmm. which we pulled out on Broken Bonds, and that was um, alarming because it was just very, it was not what we expected. We did not expect a reverse harem. This was definitely much more closer than that. Um, I actually, so I, I'm reading the prequel to The Hunger Games right now. And it kind of gave me that Hunger Games vibe when they're like locked in like a place and have to kill each other kind of vibe. Um, but better because it's not children killing children. Um, because that was the, the fact that we all liked Hunger Games when we were little is like so scary to me. Like reading this prequel as an adult, I'm like, we've literally read books about children killing children in like middle school and like we're hooked. And I'm like, are we a bunch of psychopaths? Well, yeah, we are. <laughs> It's just like the most wild concept. And like that book is so like it's I think it's read in schools. Like it's like literally young adult. And like there's literally, I mean, yeah, like they're being forced to do it by the government, but it's children killing children. And yeah. people cheating on the children who are killing children. I'm so confused. I mean, look, I'm not gonna say a bad thing against the Hunger Games because the Hunger Games was my jam. It is my jam. I'm a big Hunger Games fan. So I won't say anything bad about it. But I said at the time that The Serpent in the Wings of Night was a mix between like Hunger Games and Twilight. And I don't think it's like Akatar at all. I don't know why people were saying it's the next Akatar. Oh my gosh, it's fantasy romance. It like, it's a lot of fantasy with a little bit of romance and it's more Hunger Games-esque. So it's not Akatar, but it is good. Yeah, I liked it. I think it's good. I did not start the next one right away. I have to say that. I think it's kind of a harder read. It definitely was not an easy read. Because mm-hmm. there is a complex world. And I don't think any book with a complex world is really easy read. Yeah. Like I think of like the first like books of Throne of Glass and like I didn't breeze through them because it was like world building. There's a lot of names that are really complicated that I'm probably going to butcher mm-hmm. in this book for sure. But no, I liked it. I, I liked the premise. I liked the setup. Um, this was initially an independently published book. Mm. It's not anymore. Has it been picked up? I think it was, it's been picked up. I read an article because I was reading a summary just today to refresh my mind. And it said it was recently picked up. Let me see. It was traditionally, uh, initially self-published. And then it was traditionally published by Bramble, um, which is a romantic imprint of Tor books after the fact. So I don't actually guess I know what we which copy we read because I read on my Kindle, but I had it on, I have the copy here. Uh-huh. I think I read, I don't know if she changed much, but could you tell that it was independently published? I went into it thinking it was independently published, so I'm not sure which version I ended up reading, but it's, I don't think, <clears throat> I it's, it wasn't like poorly edited or poorly written. The one, the only issue I had with it was its length. It felt extremely long, and I do understand there was a lot of world building involved, but I think with the right editor, it could have been cut down. Uh, a little and been made more concise. Um, now I gave it a five star review, so like I am not dogging the book at all. But if I read the self published version, I would say the one thing she she should true up is like be more concise. And if I read the published version, I would just say like the editor could have made it more concise. But that was my only qualm with it. 
I, I'm always confused when people, when books go from un, independently published to traditionally published, do they change the book? I don't know. I think they could, but I don't know because like I have seen, or I've seen at least people who were self-published who withdrew their books from like Amazon, reworked it and re-put it out. So I don't know if that's the same thing as going from like self-published, if they have to re like withdraw the book and then publish it under the other other title or other publishing company. So like, but if they did, it would seem like they could change it. I don't know if she did. The only time this happened I, that I know of is whenever um, Elena Armas, I'm like pushing her name. She wrote a Spanish love deception and she was originally independently published and then became traditionally published. And she had, and vocalized like this book had changed like I had I have added a chapter or moved chapter like some wording has changed and she like kind of gave like a warning okay. um I don't know if there's I didn't really look for a warning in this book um so I don't know yeah I couldn't really tell it was like an independently published book like, like sometimes there's books where like Broken Bond for example we were like this kind of reads like it came from um fan fiction yeah this I don't think this was like I think it's a really good book I think this it was well-developed um the ending I did not see coming at all oh I'm still like upset about how it ended and I did want to jump straight into the next book now I didn't because I had a ton of life changes happening at the time I was here in Huntsville potentially going back to Phoenix I was looking for a new job I was all this stuff going on and so I didn't jump straight into the next book I still want to like I was looking at, since, since I was looking at what this book was about again today, it just kind of re-inspired me. Like oh, I got to get my hands on that second book because that ending was as much of a cliffhanger as you can have without like being a total cliffhanger. Like it wasn't like it ended with, did she die or did she not? But it ended with a total betrayal. Yeah, no, definitely did. Okay. A side, side comment from the ending, her dad do you picture him looking like Carlisle in Twilight? Because that's what I picture him to look like. Um, I didn't really know how to picture Vincent, quite honestly, because I pictured him being, I don't think I pictured him like Car Carlisle. I think I pictured him as being super big with long black hair, kind of like someone like the villain in Mulan or something. <laughs> I don't know how he was described. I don't know why I'm thinking blonde boy. I think he just gives the same vibe as that dad in Twilight mm -hmm. because he like looks the same age as his kids, essentially. Yeah. Like, a little bit older. Um, like honestly, if you put Carlisle next to one of his daughters, you probably thought they would be married. Mm -hmm. And that was the same vibe here where like he look he's a vampire, he looks young, like he doesn't really age, he's like immortal, and he has his like daughter growing who's human. And like where like a lot of people like like miss like thought that she was like his lover and like all these crazy because he dedicated so much to her uh-huh uh -huh. uh, yeah it was uh that's how I pictured him interesting what did you think about how do you say or Oria? I was saying Araya I'm butch I'm gonna warn I'm gonna butcher all the names in this book they were they were quite hard besides Vincent like pretty much all of them are like really hard names well, I am I mean, really curious of where she got them from well I I don't have any idea where she got Oria from or whatever it is o-r-a-y-a oria it could be oria i guess i don't know i mean i don't know I, I don't know um but miss o uh whatever her name is i really liked her um i felt like she was a a good protagonist um sometimes i get frustrated with the women in the fantasy novels like 
I love From Blood and Ash. It's my trashy go-to. Like, I just, I don't know what it is about Poppy and Castile because honestly, the books are terrible, but I just love them. Okay. I said it. Um, I get frustrated with Poppy though all the time because I feel like Poppy is just brash and rash and impulsive and a child. Like she acts like a child. I feel like Oraya was well more developed and like her intentions were clear. Like I am entering the, what is it? Kajari. I am entering this because I am a prey in this predator world and I need to elevate my status and, and be on the same level if I'm going to survive. Like, you know, I don't necessarily want to enter the Kajari, but I, ha I have to do this for survival. And two, once I, once I have done that, I can go find my family, see if any of them are alive because as far as she knows, they're dead, but they could be out there for all we know. So like her, her goal was clear. She's a fighter, a warrior. She's surviving in a world where she shouldn't survive. And I didn't feel like she was super childish, which I appreciate. I thought her banter with Rain was great. And I just, I just really liked her. I think that's why I wanted to jump straight in the next book because I did really like her. She is 23. So she is like a little bit older. Um, it's hard to tell because she's like her father is a big part in her life still. I mean, mm -hmm. that, I think most people who are 23, but like at 23, I feel like I, I think I had moved out of like my home at that point. Like I'd moved into the city. So I wasn't like, I don't know. I feel like that's why we probably think she's younger than she is. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I think I would have been a little bit more selfish with her. I'm not going back to the ending. If I was her, I would have asked to be like a vampire or something. Maybe she don't want to be that. But like in this world where you're living amongst vampires and you don't feel like you could be human or a vampire, I think I would just become a vampire. Yeah. Uh, but Rain had basically died, right? And so that's why she had to make the wish she made or something. Yeah, she wished that he had won instead. Which, why couldn't she have just wished that he lived? I don't know. I just, oh, I don't I was very annoyed by it. Uh, yeah, I'm annoyed by it. And I know she's like upset with him. Mm. But I feel like her actions toward him at the end too, though. I don't know. I'm. I, it was a very, I feel like, it, the ending happened so fast it was so fast like the book was so spread out and then like the most important parts were put in like three like very like a small chapter and then like I, I think I had to reread it to like re-catch up because I was like so lost because yeah. like I think that's one thing she also doesn't explain fighting that well mm, okay I feel like I couldn't follow the fighting all the time yeah because uh, yeah. there was so much battles and I couldn't really like visualize it fully I know it's kind of hard to like write fighting. Like I could not imagine like writing a battle because I've never even seen a battle in real life. But the ending was so fast, but I couldn't like understand her attitude towards uh, Rain quite well. I couldn't really like tell where she was at. Like it kind of seemed, I guess she's kind of in the middle as well, but I couldn't, couldn't sense her vibe. I know. I agree. I feel like she should feel and be acting way more freaking betrayed because he killed her father like rain killed her dad who she was close to and i know they had maybe some issues and stuff but vincent always protected her her whole life you know adopted her raised her as his own um encouraged her to be a fighter to you know like find her powers and be her true self blah 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 so a good dad for the most part rain killed her dad and rain like conquered her kingdom basically like like took it like she should be next in line to inherit probably and rain's like I don't know. I just, I feel like she should be way more mad. She should not be like, I'm still in love with him. It, it should be like, holy cow, you betrayed me. And this is a big deal. Yeah, no, it was, um, I, I felt like I was confused of her emotions at the end. And I yeah. felt like she should pick a side. 
I guess it, I guess it's conflicting because you do love that person and they just killed your father in front of you. So I guess what do I know? I've never been in that situation before. But um, <laughs> I feel like the ending was just too fast for me, actually. I, wa- I wanted the ending to be a little bit like longer, like the whole rest of the book. We could have taken like half the fighting scenes out. Like of the last challenge mm-hmm. or whatever the one where they're like going through some maze. Mm-hmm. I could have got half of that. I did not need all of that. No, so I typically kind of skim fighting scenes and stuff because like, I don't get them. They don't like, in my mind, they don't mean anything. I just need to know who lived and who died, I guess. So I, and not that I skimmed this book, but I definitely wasn't visualizing things. And that whole last chapter is just boom, 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 fight, fight, fight. Like he dies, he dies, Vincent dies. And then, and then it just ended. That's it. The girl comes to the window and that's it. Um, it was a lot like the From Blood and Ash ending, though, um, because the ending of From Blood and Ash, Hawk or Castillo says, he says, I'm taking Poppy home to be my wife. And this was like the same thing. I feel like I blocked that book out of mind. That book, I feel like <laughs> crashed and burned after she kept on writing. If oh, she yeah. it at book three, amazing series. But I think Maybe. there's books coming out. No, I know. Um, uh, There's five books out and there's a sixth coming out and I stopped after three I only count the first like two and a half of the series as actual series the rest I just can't I can't have the fourth um I have the fourth I I haven't read it um are we gonna do it for the podcast I think we were and then it's like I I think I have it too the thing is it's just so such big books too because we did the other three they're just such big books and I'm just like I frustrated I'm frustrated it didn't end in the first three books and then there's like a prequel we have the prequel uh we read the prequel I forgot we did that for the podcast so uh I don't remember the ending of that book at all but no I like this book a lot I'm curious of where this goes so I do want to read it I just wasn't in the mood for it after this yeah um I'm still working my way through the prequel of Hunger Games I'm doing my hate with that one a little bit I just can't get behind the killing of the children anymore you were okay with it at one time but now you're taking a hard stance against killing children apparently I was super chill that I remember reading them like and I remember like reading them fast and I'm like what was wrong with me also I I know you love Hunger Games I just the main character kind of annoys me sometimes her like voice irks me how dare you Um, it's a pet peeve of mine I know I'm in the minority there um but so I was really excited because I like this main girl but it's also written in Jon Snow's like point of view and I can't really like get behind like the his villain origin story but I am really intrigued for the movie so that's why I want to read it so we'll see okay so overall rating I give everyone here is lying like a three star mm-hmm. I give and I give this book a four a four star I give everyone here is lying three and I give the serpent book five because I love it so that's all we have um thanks for listening this is kayla and marissa make sure to follow us on instagram and tiktok at book talks podcast and to follow us on youtube or i guess subscribe on youtube Woo-hoo. have a good night <laughs>